You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Unselfish love is the title of this devotion. I find for me that is something that pulls me, that inwardly the Holy Spirit, as it says in Romans 8, 26, is yearning and groaning within me. Groaning means hunger, hungering. You know, your tummy, you can hear it groaning because you're hungry. And the Holy Spirit is, is like hunger, yearning in us for the will of our loving Heavenly Father. And I know His will is that I love with His love and that unselfish love with which the Heavenly Father demonstrated His love for us by sending His Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved, that that love is growing in me and, and being perfected in me. And I long for that and yearn for it. And the more that His love takes a hold of your inner being, as it says in Romans 5, the Holy Spirit having already poured the love of God in your heart, therefore you will you know no disappointment in your expectation from God. I want that love perfected in my heart day and night. And the Holy Spirit keeps giving it so that it grows deeper roots in me. And, and I encourage you today, that same love that the Heavenly Father gives to me, He gives to all of His children. God is never a respectful person. He doesn't love some of His children more than others. Absolutely not. He loves us all the same. And I find it quite phenomenal that I can share the same love I see Him give to Jesus that that same love the Heavenly Father has for Jesus, He gives to me. Jesus says in John 17, verse 26, the last verse of that high priestly prayer there, He says, Father, I have revealed you to them so that the same mighty love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. You see, friends, this is what the Lord Jesus wants for, for you and is working by His Spirit in you, that you may know that as He is loved by the Father, so you are loved by the Father, and that you may find contentment, satisfaction, and rest in that all-sufficient love. It says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, in the Amplified Translation, for you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognize more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, His kindness, His gracious generosity, His undeserved favor and spiritual blessing in that though He was so very rich, yet for your sake He became so very poor in order that by His poverty you might become enriched and abundantly supplied. If ever there's an example of what unselfish love is, all you have to do is read Isaiah 53. Only 12 little verses, but you see 
the kindness and the love of God our Savior revealed unto us through the self-sacrificial love of Jesus. And Jesus, in his incredible chapter, um, or excuse me, in the night, excuse me, in the night in which he was betrayed, said to his disciples in chapter 14 of John, verse 30 and 31, I will not talk with you much more. For the prince, the evil genius ruler of this world is coming and he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There's nothing in me that belongs to him. He says, he has no power over me, but Satan is coming and I do as the Father commanded me so that the world may know and be convinced that I love the Father and that I do only what the Father has instructed me to do. I act in full agreement with his orders. Rise, let us go away from here. Jesus, listen now, came not only to demonstrate the Heavenly Father's love for us in sending his Son and giving him as a sacrifice for our sins, and to show us the value He places upon us. But He came to show us Christ's love for the Father and that same love, that same unselfish benevolence, that same goodwill, that same gentle, meek, humble heart we see in Jesus by which He perfectly offered Himself to the Father is what He imparts to you and me, is what He works in you and me. And especially when there are things you desire but are not coming right away, when there are things you have to lay on the altar that have gained an attraction to your affection, when there are things that are dear to you and you have to give them to God, how important it is for you to know that His love never fails. I remember 1986, the Lord had called me out of Holland and I obeyed the Lord. And that's a story in itself, together with Virginia and our son Joshua. We only had one son then. He was about two and a half years old or two years old. And, and in 1987, I was here in Britain and all oh, my heart was hurting because I missed my dad. I missed my dad. I love my dad. But I had to obey God and, and the two seemed to conflict. And sometimes, listen, dear friends, obeying God may seem to conflict with what you want, need, desire, long for, have an affection for. What do you do? Who do you choose to follow? Your own affections or your Heavenly Father's affections? Do you choose His will or your will? His ways or your ways? And whenever you choose His ways, and He will help you choose His ways, you will see your Heavenly Father do more than you could ask for. Because there was a moment, there was a moment there in 1987 that my heart broke. My heart completely broke. I couldn't bear the pain anymore. I couldn't bear the pain. Oh, it's not easy for the heart to break. But when you offer, a broken heart and a contrite spirit, a crushed spirit, a spirit that has nothing left. When you offer, when you have nothing left, you offer to God, as it says in Psalm 51 verse 17. 
It's amazing what miracles happen. It's amazing what transformation takes place in our lives. Because I'll never forget it. I was on my hands and knees on the floor and tears were streaming down my cheeks. And I was crying and crying. And I said, Heavenly Father, I can't bear this anymore. I can't bear this anymore. And I give it to you. If I'll never see my natural father again here on this earth, I know I'll see him in heaven. I know I'll see him in heaven. I give my father, my mother, my brother and sister to you. And I've done that so many times, but I did it again. You see, sometimes when you are giving a living sacrifice to the Heavenly Father, it's hard to let it go. I, I remember reading one time, a long time ago in a book, that the problem with living sacrifices is that they often crawl off the altar before the fire can get to it. And, and I again laid it on the altar, and again, I've done it so many times. And again, I said, Father, Heavenly Father, I give it to you. You are my father, my mother, my brother, my sister, and you are more than enough for me, Father. And suddenly, and I've done it so many times, and suddenly I entered his rest, the calming rest of his loving heavenly presence. And all the struggle and the pain was gone. And I was content in my father's love. I was satisfied in my father's love. I was at rest in my Father's love, my Heavenly Father's love. And it was not but a short time, weeks, that my natural father called me and said, can I come and see you? And he came and blessed Virginia and me and laid hands on us. And God was just waiting to give me more than I could have asked for if I could just have him first. And I've experienced that many times. And that is the nature that lies at the true unselfish love that I'm talking to you about. I know that in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, if you had faith that you could move mountains, but you have not the love of God, it doesn't impress him. If you had knowledge to know all things, but you don't have the love of the Father, doesn't impress him. If you gave yourself as a sacrifice to be burned and offer everything you have but have not love, it does not impress your father. What your heavenly father wants to see is that his unselfish, benevolent goodness and love rules and reigns in your heart. And that whatever you face in this life, whatever you go through that's painful heart, it's your refuge. It's your refuge. It's where you run to hide from the sorrows and pains of this life. It's where you run to when your own desires are gnawing at you and gnawing at you because they're not finding satisfaction and sin is calling you and calling you. And you know if you go that way, that's not the will of your Father. You know that that's not right in His sight. You know that's not the way, but it's calling you and trying to persuade you. Give up your relationship with God and follow your own inclination. And you say, no, I'll sacrifice my own inclination. I will seek the love of my Father. I will be satisfied and complete in Him. That is the true unselfish love. For you can give as His 
Spirit moves on you as His generosity enlarges you and opens you up where you can lay it all down, where you can give it all and be happy and satisfied and thankful for the privilege to do so. You see, this unselfish love that I'm talking to you about, Jesus came to show it to us. And I want to close with you here from one of the scriptures that I find so inspiring and helpful to meditate on, and it's 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And I'll read from the second part of that verse here from the Amplified Translation. God is love, and he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God, and God dwells and continues in him. In this union and communion with Him, love is brought to completion and attains perfection in us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face Him because as He is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete, and perfect love turns fear out of the door and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of judgment, of punishment, excuse me. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's completion and perfection. But we love him because he loved us first. Meditate on those verses. And I pray that that unselfish love that Jesus came to reveal to us, that love of our Heavenly Father is perfected in you daily as you trust Him to perfect it in you by His Spirit and in your expressions and in your actions and reactions and in your ability to bear up on anything and everything without failing and to be able to overcome evil with good and to show that same character and nature by which Jesus offered himself for us. I tell you the truth. This unselfish love I'm talking to you about is what the world is looking for. And we have the privilege to show it to them. Amen. Have a good day.